Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and Instagram. The Jesus Witch Podcast is a show dedicated to opening the conversation about including Jesus in witchery practices. The goal of this podcast is to not be evangelical. The goal is to spread the love, light, truth, acceptance, and oneness that is Jesus Christ himself. Here at the Jesus Witch Podcast, we believe all people are loved by God and all people are loved by Jesus. We believe in community and the power of fellowship. We believe in giving whatever you reasonably can to help your neighbor who's in need. And above all, we believe in the power of creating a relationship with Jesus that is authentic and unique to you. Join me for new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday and be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and on Instagram. This week on the Jesus Witch Podcast, we're going to be talking about something that was requested for me to talk about in our Jesus Witch Church, which is our free Discord group. And we're going to be talking all about retrogrades in astrology, what they are, what they mean, and how to survive the retrogrades of each planet. Before we jump into this episode, I just wanted to remind you to subscribe to the Jesus Witch Podcast on whatever platform you're currently listening to us on. And if you could also give us a five-star review, that would be really helpful with getting the word out about the show. And if you would like to support the Jesus Witch Podcast, there are several ways to do so and you can find them all in the show notes in there you'll find the link to my etsy shop where i offer talking to jesus tarot readings bible-based spells and so many other different things you'll also find the link to our patreon where i offer different things to help you in your journey with jesus witchery as well as the link to the jesus witch church and so much more in the show notes so now that you know all the different ways you can help support the jesus witch podcast let's get into lena's declassified retrograde survival guide results may vary So first, let's answer the question, what does it mean when a planet goes into retrograde? And I got the answer from NASA itself. So according to NASA, retrograde motion is an apparent change in the movement of the planets throughout the sky. This means that the planet starts to look like it's moving backwards. This is not a real like physical movement in the sense that the planet actually doesn't start moving backwards, which is something I learned (laughs) when researching for this episode because I genuinely thought that the planets would like literally move backwards. But no, it's just the way that it looks like um, from observing that planet from Earth. In astrology, we consider the planet to actually be moving backwards because that's what we can observe. And astrology is all about observing and the things that we notice and the changes that we notice in ourselves and personalities as well as our environment through the planet's motions. All planets in our solar system aside from the luminaries like the sun and the moon they all go retrograde. So we hear a lot about Mercury retrograde because it's the one that happens the most frequently but every other planet like Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, all of them they all go retrograde at some point throughout the year. Like I said before to retrograde means to be going backwards. During retrogrades, this gives us an opportunity as people to go more inward and to reevaluate aspects of our life that are ruled by the planet that is currently going retrograde. I feel like on TikTok and social media, you see a lot of like what not to do during retrogrades. And I'll I'll take Mercury retrograde as a big example for this because obviously Mercury retrograde is the most talked about retrograde. So it's the one that we all think about when we hear the word retrograde, right? So during Mercury retrograde, people say, don't book a big surgery, don't book a flight, don't, you know, travel, don't, there's so many things, don't take a big test. Like there's so many things that people will say, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that, right? But I don't know. I feel like the point of astrology isn't to like 
create chains and to create a list of don'ts. It's just to advise us on specific energies. And, you know, we have a lot of things happen. Impactful things happen every single day, even when their planet's retrograding. People are born during retrogrades, you know. So saying, like, don't do X, Y, Z during this retrograde because the energy's funky seems very arbitrary in my opinion and instead I feel like we should be using these inwardly directed energies to focus on our growth during these seasons and you know helping us reach the best versions of ourselves because that's really what astrology is all about when I do astrology readings and when we go over your birth chart together I'm not going to sit here and be like this is bad in your chart you shouldn't do this because you're a Leo you need to do this because you're a Libra no we're going to go through your chart and we're going to find things that can empower you based on your birth time and based on the placements that you have and I feel like everyday astrology is the same so right if we're living through a retrograde what can we do to empower ourselves through that retrograde versus like making astrology be some sort of chain with all of that being said let's talk about each of the planets what they rule over and then different ways we can make their retrogrades be the most beneficial things for ourselves and for our growth so we're going to go in order of the planets and the first planet in our solar system is Mercury. Mercury is the planet of intelligence, thought, conversation, mental activities, intellectual activities, and short distance travel. Mercury also rules over your voice and the way that you communicate verbally but also non-verbally because Mercury rules over things such as handwriting, pencils, pens, notebooks, communication on the internet, emails, deliveries. Like Mercury is all about communication and travel. The negative side of Mercury though is that it can be sarcastic, overly critical, argumentative, and it might have a tendency to lie. So I feel like a lot of people would say um, be more wary of others lying to you during Mercury retrograde but people can lie to you all at all times so always be wary of that you know what I'm saying it's just something to note that the planet tends to do so I feel like I've talked a lot about what you shouldn't do during Mercury retrograde so let's talk about what you should do and when we think about the word retrograde right let's think of like the preface is that the beginning of the word that's called the preface right because I know the ending is the suffix so <laughs> But if you look at that, the, the first two letters of retrograde, re, R-E, right? Let's start looking at words that also have that R-E beginning to them, like reevaluate, relook, release, even though I don't necessarily like the word release, but you know, for the purpose of this metaphor here, we can release to let go. Um, so when we're talking about retrogrades and what to do during them, we're going to be looking at these RE words, right? But in ways that are applicable to the planet and how we can grow through those retrogrades. During Mercury retrograde, I would recommend to reevaluate the way that you communicate with other people and reflect on your boundaries with them. Reorganize your school books or paper objects, whatever you use to like write with, putting them in new a new space and making sure they're more accessible to you, especially if you want to be reading or writing more. Relook at your car make sure your vehicle is doing well you know check your oils check your tire pressure like make sure that you are traveling in a safe manner right if we're going to use mercury for that travel just doing mundane things to just give our car a checkup is really wise I mean we should be doing that all the time pretty much every time you drive you should be making sure that your car is in check but if you don't remember to do it on a daily basis maybe using mercury retrograde as a time um, to be more focused on that could could help you and help your car's longevity out in the long run now a quick break from this week's episode of the jesus witch podcast to talk about a few ways you can help support the show 
One way you can help support the creation of the Jesus Witch Podcast is to become a supporter of us on Patreon. On our Patreon, there are four different tiers that you could choose from, and they're all named after tarot cards. We have the Fool, the Magician, the Hierophant, and the High Priestess. In the Fool tier, you get early ad-free episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast, extended show note pages when available, Christian tarot grimoire pages, and access to our monthly community oracle reading. In the Hierophant tier, you get everything from the Fool tier, tarot spreads to help your connection with Christ, spirit, your higher self. I also like to put out new tarot spreads for each full moon or new moon, wheel of the year holiday, and zodiac sign. In the Magician tier, you also get one Bible-based spell grimoire page each month. This teaches you how to incorporate the Bible into your own spell practice. In the Hierophant tier, you get everything from the Fool and the Magician tiers, as well as a Happy Mail package from me every single month with the ingredients to make a spell, as well as an extra Bible-based spell page for your grimoire. And then you get access to our spellcasting Zoom each month where we do the spell that I sent you together. In the High Priestess tier, you get everything from the Magician, Fool, and Hierophant tiers, as well as an extra Bible-based spell from the Sun and Moon Oily Co. in your Happy Mail package each month, and a one-on-one Zoom call with me every single month to discuss your practice, how you're growing, and any suggestions that I could give to you to help you on your path. Patreon tiers start at $6.66 per month, and you can find the link to that in the show notes page. Another way you can help support the show is by shopping at my Etsy shop, The Sun and Moon Oily Co. Over on the Sun and Moon Oily Co., I offer Bible-based spell oils, ritual bath salts, Jesus Witch or Christian Witch-specific mystery boxes, and custom spell oils. Over on my Etsy shop is where you can also book different types of readings with me. I offer tarot readings for your inner child, channel messages from Jesus or from Lilith. I also have a listing for general tarot readings. You could grab a soul contract reading between yourself and another person or yourself and a deity that you're working with or curious to work with. Or even grab an astrology reading for yourself or an astrology reading for your kiddos to help you parent them better and more effectively. There's also Jesus Witch merch on my Etsy shop and so many other things that I am planning on adding to my shop. So head over to the Sun and Moon Oily Co. to check that out. Another thing you can do to support the growth of the Jesus Witch podcast is join our Discord community. The Jesus Witch Church is our free 18-plus Discord community where we host Jesus Witch Church services and moon circles. This is your place to ask all Jesus Witch or witchy questions in general and make some really awesome friends. You can find the link to our church in the show notes page. Another free way you could support the Jesus Witch podcast is by sharing this show with a friend and rating it on whatever podcasting app you're using with five stars. Leaving us a nice review really helps get the word out about the show, and don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Another thing you could do to help the creation of the show is send a donation to the Jesus Witch Podcast via Cash App or PayPal. It takes a lot of time and effort for me to create the Jesus Witch Podcast, and getting donations helps me get the support and help that I need to be able to create this type of content for you. Donations also help keep this podcast free to everybody, so if you love this show and the information that's being put out there, please consider sending a donation to my PayPal or my Cash App. The username on both is the Jesus Wedge Podcast, but the link for both of those can be found in the show notes page. And the final way that you could help support the creation of the Jesus Wedge Podcast is by sending me a gift. In the show notes page, I have the link to my Amazon wish list. Everything that I put on this wish list was put there to help create content for you. 
Simply put, buying things off of this Amazon wish list helps me so that I don't have to purchase them myself. So I can put more of my resources in towards making the Jesus Witch Podcast. If you would like to support the Jesus Witch Podcast by buying me a gift or in any other way, you could find all the links to everything mentioned in this ad in the show notes page. Now let's get back to the show. Another thing I recommend doing during Mercury retrograde is reigniting your voice. Mercury rules over the voice. So digging deep inside of you and like relearning how to speak your truth and speak what is what resonates most with you is super important. I feel like Mercury retrograde could be a good time to learn how to do that. The second planet in the zodiac is Venus. Venus is the planet of love, pleasures, beauty, art, harmony, friendship, and higher emotions. Where Venus is in your chart shows us the ways that you make friends, how you flirt with other people, how you share with other people, like just share yourself and share your physical materials as well. Um, Venus also shows us the types of gifts you like to give and receive. It shows us the types of cosmetics you like to use or could be attracted to, the styles you're drawn to, and the ways that you spend your money. So what can you do during Venus retrograde? Reevaluate your relationship with money, how you spend it, how you save it. Relook at your friendships. Are you being a good friend? How can you support your friends better? Are your friends being good friends to you? That's also a very important question that should be evaluated. Um, Reevaluate your relationship to your body. How are you taking care of your physical vessel? Like what are you doing self-care wise? And I don't just mean taking a little bubble bath or painting your nails I mean like actual self-care taking care of the nutrition of your body your skin your hair like making sure you're physically in good shape another thing you could do is reevaluate your style are you dressing in a way that makes you feel confident that makes you feel secure that makes you feel comfortable or are you just like trying to dress to impress you know what I'm saying like are you doing things with your body that make you feel happy and make you feel fulfilled I also recommend reevaluating the ways that you are taking care of your emotions. Are you giving yourself space in order to feel what you need to feel in order to like let go and grow? Or are you shoving everything down and pushing it aside? This is a really good time to evaluate that and like see how you can implement um, healthier coping mechanisms in your everyday life. So the next planet that we're going to talk about is the planet Mars. Mars is the planet of passion, of physical energy, aggression, sex drive, your forcefulness, and it tells us how you jump into action. Mars also shows us how you can get your own way if you get your own way, like how persistent you are in that sense, um, what your endurance looks like, and how you can be bold and make your presence known. So what can you do during Mars retrograde? Firstly, reevaluate your relationship with sex, especially if you're somebody who's been heavily affected by purity culture. This might be a good time to look into that, look into the wounds that you experience because of that, and start to reclaim your sexuality in a positive way. Relooking at the places that you're putting your energy into is also a wise thing to do during Mars retrograde. Are these the most fruitful places for you to be putting your energy? What are you getting out of putting your energy here? How can you be more balanced with your energy um how can you redistribute your energy in a um, better and more balanced way so that you can get more things done and also feel more rested throughout the day Uh, I feel like that's also a good thing to think about during Mars retrograde the last thing that I recommend doing during Mars retrograde is reevaluating your relationship with anger. Is there anything that you can do to feel anger in a healthier way, to cope with it in a healthier way, and so that you're not like blowing up at other people if that's something that you struggle with? 
The next planet that I have here is Jupiter. Jupiter is the planet of luck, abundance, optimism, success, and it brings joy to life. Jupiter tells us how you're generous to others and how you share your abundance. This is the planet of expansion, higher learning, wealth, health, and happiness. So Jupiter retrograde is a really good time to reevaluate your relationship with your abundance, how you make your abundance, how you give your abundance. Are you grateful for your abundance? Like really having an attitude of gratitude and learning how to develop that during Jupiter retrograde, I feel like is a, a fruitful way to use this energy. This retrograde is also another really good one to reevaluate the relationship you have with your physical body and with your health. If you've been neglecting going to the doctor for a physical, maybe doing that, having some sort of physical check-in um, like it's really important to take care of your mundane vessel as, as much as it is to take care of your spiritual health so that's why I recommend doing that during different retrogrades that involve looking at your health inwardly but obviously you should be taking care of your health every single day the next planet we're talking about is the planet Saturn. Saturn is the planet of responsibility, hard work, limitation, restriction, and ethics. Saturn shows uh, how a person's character is grown and in influenced through trials and difficulties. It is said that Saturn disciplines you until you can discipline yourself. A few ideas for things you could do during Saturn retrograde. Reevaluate the areas in your life where you feel restricted, how you can bring more freedom to them. Um, Reevaluating your relationship with discipline. How are you getting the things done that you need to get done on a daily basis? Do you have a routine that is working for you? Do you feel like you're actually getting things done in a timely manner or are you just procrastinating to the last minute? Like really sitting down and having an honest conversation with yourself about routine, discipline, goals, what you want to get done and how you want to get it done I feel like is a really good thing to do during Saturn retrograde um, and I also recommend um, reevaluating the boundaries that you have with work are you giving too much of yourself to work where you're like not able to have a personal life are you not giving enough of yourself to work right do you have that kind of balance that work home life balance I feel like this is a good time to look at that and start implementing things to create more balance in your life with um, work and home, especially like with creating discipline and allowing yourself to rest after that during Saturn retrograde. The next planet in the solar system is Uranus. This is the planet of change and originality. This planet symbolizes the element of surprise. It brings on sudden events and opportunities. Uranus is revolutionary. It rules over science, humanitarianism, the internet, astrology itself. Wherever Uranus is in your chart shows us how you express yourself and your individuality. So during Uranus retrograde, I recommend reevaluating the relationship you have with your own individuality and self-expression. Um, I feel like that's really important since Uranus rules over these things. Asking yourself, are you honoring the person that you want to be? Are you just like fitting in to fit in? Are you actually like being authentic to yourself? I feel like is really important. And then also reevaluating your relationship with society and community. I feel like that's super important because Uranus rules over like that kind of communal and humanitarian aspects and asking yourself like how I could help um, my community more, how I can give back to my community more and like how I could support people in my community um, I feel like is a good thing to ask during Uranus retrograde and if you don't have a community right looking for one during Uranus retrograde might be wise I feel like you should just look for a community at any time when you realize that you don't have one but if it's something you're putting off right um, when you get to that point of Uranus retrograde maybe using that to inspire you to find some community that that might be a good thing 
The next planet that we're going to talk about is Neptune. Neptune is the planet of mystery and illusion. It represents your dream life, mystical qualities, and your view on spirituality. Neptune has an influence on your artistic vision and the way you see idealism. Neptune also rules over the subconscious world, hidden memory, intuition, and clairvoyance. Um, negatively, this planet also talks a lot about the way that we can experience dis disillusionment and how we can easily be influenced by others. So what are a few things that you can focus on during Neptune retrograde? I recommend focusing and reevaluating your relationship with spirit and the spirit realm. Are you focusing spirituality in a, ba in a balanced manner? Where can you grow in your spirituality? Are you listening to your intuition? I feel like that's a really important question to ask. I feel like that's something we can ask ourselves on a daily basis pretty much, but especially during like a time during Neptune. Neptune retrograde where like spirituality and that kind of energy is being more inverted like really saying to my saying to yourself am I listening to my intuition and asking your intuition to be a little bit more loud during that time I feel like could be useful um reevaluate the way you're being influenced by others are you allowing your genuine self to shine through or are you absorbing the personalities of the people that are around you um reevaluating your relationship with reality itself like are you staying grounded or are you using forms of escapism to deal with your with your problems instead of facing them head-on so the next and final planet that we're going to be talking about is the planet Pluto. Pluto is the planet of power, ending, cycle, rebirth, deconstruction or destruction and transformation. The key word for Pluto is elimination because Pluto wipes the slate clean. Pluto also denotes major changes within our society. This is from the book, the only astrology book you'll ever need. In the case of Pluto, the planet was discovered exactly three months after the great stock market crash set off a worldwide economic depression. The decade they followed saw the rise of gangsterism and criminal mobs that were a law unto themselves. This all happened during Pluto being in Cancer. That's when Pluto was discovered. And if you think about the Great Depression, because that was the depression that Pluto was discovered during, it disrupted a lot of people's home lives. And Cancer rules over the home. Cancer is also a money sign. So it's very interesting that Pluto was discovered in this money sign during this really horrible depression in our country. During this decade, Adolf Hitler began his demonic rise, which ended by plunging the entire world into world war. During the later years of the 20th century, while Pluto trans transited through Scorpio, the sign of sexuality, death, and rebirth, we witnessed the rise of AIDS, the AIDS virus and genetic engineering. In the extended show notes, I'll leave a link to a blog all about like different transits that happened with Pluto and different um, major worldwide events that corresponded with them. I find this to be extremely interesting because when Pluto moves, our society tends to move with it. I personally don't feel like Pluto is one of those planets that like really heavily influences a person on a daily basis unless you are a Pluto heavy person like you have Pluto conjunct one of your um, major personal planets such as like the sun or Mars or Venus or if you're like somebody who's a Scorpio rising which is Scorpio's ruled by the planet Pluto um, so I don't feel like Pluto is super concerning to the everyday person unless your your chart touches Pluto a lot but anyway let's talk about a few things that you could do during Pluto retrograde the most important thing to do during Pluto retrograde, in my opinion, is to transform. Really looking at yourself, looking at your life, looking at the areas where you could change, where you want to change, where you want to grow, where you feel like you need to grow, and actively transforming them, using that 
powerful dark energy of Pluto to propel yourself forward even when it's moving back. Um, I feel like that's the most powerful thing that you could possibly use Pluto for and do during a Pluto retrograde because Pluto loves to transform. It loves to destroy and create. So if you ask Pluto to help you do that, I feel like Pluto's energy will reciprocate. So that was Lena's Declassified Retrograde Survival Guide. Results may vary. I hope that this episode <laughs> gave you a better idea of things to do during each of the planet's retrogrades and empowered you to realize that retrogrades really are not a scary thing. I know, I know there's so much hype about them on the internet. They're like, seems so important, but really it's just a shift in energy. It's nothing negative. Energy is energy and we can always use our en use energy to be a positive and forward propelling experience for us. If you liked this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast, be sure to subscribe to us on whatever podcasting app you're currently listening to this show on and give us a five-star review because that really helps get the word out about the show. Also, don't forget to give me, your host, a follow on TikTok and Instagram. My handle on both are Lena the Jesus Witch and I would love to connect with you there. And if you would like to help support the Jesus Witch Podcast so we can keep this show going, you can find the link to our Patreon, to my Etsy shop where I have Bible-based spells and talking to Jesus tarot readings and so much more, as well as other ways that you can help support this podcast in the show notes page. And with that, let's read our verse of the day, 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 day. Today's verse of the day is John 16, 22, which says, Therefore you now have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice, and your joy no one will take from you. I love this verse because I just, this year for me, 2023, is um, a lot about focusing on reclaiming my joy. I feel like that's just something that personally has slipped away from me a little bit especially as I heal um, my body from the accident and just you know deal with a lot of overwhelm and stress and things like that I feel like joy has been a little bit more challenging for me to tap into so that's one of the verses I've been personally leaning on and working with so I wanted to share it with you in case I could help you as well but anyway thank you so much for listening to this week's episode um, I will see you next week to talk to talk again about Jesus witchery and all that good stuff but anyway all right, cool. Bye. <laughs>